This programme was first broadcast on Canterbury's community access radio station Plains FM 96.9 and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. It's now time for Women on the Waves, a show focusing on issues affecting women, here on Christchurch's community access station Plains FM. I'm Rachel Hazelden, and today on Women's Lives, Women's Stories, I'm speaking to Mary Patu. Mary is the highest-ranked instructor for Okinawa Tei Karate in New Zealand and is based in Christchurch and the head instructor for Okinawa Tei Aranui. A friend recommended her son's karate teacher, saying Mary is 80 years old, still teaching karate, and started in her 40s. And my first thought was, as someone in their 40s, who I don't do a lot of exercise, there's still hope for me yet. (laughs) So I rang Mary and was very grateful that she was willing to come and talk to me. Kia ora, Mary. Thank you for coming in today. It's a pleasure. (laughs) Wonderful. So I'm very curious, before you started doing karate, martial arts, were you very fit and active? Were you doing things like that previously? No. No, nothing at all. Yeah? No, no, right from my childhood. So how did you start? Um, Going and watching my children Mm. doing karate. I sat there for um, about eight months. Right. And I thought, this is no good. I can't just sit here and do nothing. So I said to the instructor, "Um, is... 48 too old to join Mm. and he says you'll get out of it what you put into it wow so i joined yeah and what what was it like when you started very hard yeah um what was hard about it i was old compared to everyone else there except the instructor were there other adults, or was it a class of children? Uh, when I say adults, yes, people in their 20s. Yes. Yeah. But... Um, you were in your 40s. I'm in my late 40s. Yes. 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 So that made a big difference. Yeah. And what had you keep going? Um, within two years, uh, I had already met the founder of Okinawa Tei, mm. uh, Shihan, and he sort of encouraged me, plus my daughter. She encouraged me all the way. So she was training too? She was training too. So that made a big difference in my life. Mm. Uh, so much so that um, within two years, I decided I'd go to America. Wow. So I went over and I spent three weeks with Shehan. Mm. What was it like? Different. <laughs> Different. Yeah. yeah. Um, getting used to people coming up to you and saying, oh, are you with him? Uh, and I'd just say, yeah. And he'd say, they'd say, you know he's very famous. And being a typical Kiwi, I'd say, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. See, we don't... So you didn't get impressed by his fame. There were a lot of people that were very impressed. Yes. Yeah. 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 I was impressed by him as a person, but not the way the Americans uh, put people up on pedestals. Mm. Mm. I know so, what you mean. I've been to courses in America, and yeah. there's that kind of celebrity culture. Yes. You know, whereas I think as a Kiwi, we're more relaxed with meeting people in a different way. It's just different. Yes, yeah. yeah. I, I think the, one of the things that impressed me, though, about Chihan was looking at his desk uh, in the dojo, and there was a photo of Frank Sinatra. Yeah. And it had um, to Sheehan um, from Frankie. And I said to Sheehan, um, how come you got Frank Sinatra's photo? Yes. Video? And he said, well, that's because um, I did a cameo role in a film with him. Ah. It was called The Manchurian Connection. And uh, so I learnt lots of things after that. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. And... But still, you said you went two years to the States and you met him in train. What kept you going even after that? Uh, while I was there, he said to me, there is, must be a lot of people out there, um, women that especially that are your age, that would like to get into karate. And um, so what I'm going to do, I'm giving you a letter and I want you to go back to New Zealand and start a class for people older. Mm. And um, I had to bring this back to my instructors. And the letter actually stated that was to be no interference from the instructors and that he was going to come over to New Zealand every so often and keep an eye on my class, mm. which did happen. Mm. So when you started, was the focus to, to uh, train women or yes. was anybody, train anybody? And women or men, yeah. but as it turned out, I got women. Mm. And um, it was a lot of, we concentrated mainly on the self-defence mm. um, and fitness, but not hard fitness like you'd get in a gym. Yeah. Not that type of fitness, but... Maybe not fitness to fight and compete. No. No, right. Yes, yeah. like that. So, yeah. And that's how it all started. Mm. So, um, and then... And what did you think was important for women in, in being fit in self-defence? To be more aware of their surroundings. That was a major thing. Um, you notice that if you tried to put like an arm around a woman's neck, mm. the first thing they do is they freeze. Well, that's the worst thing you can do. Mm. You can What, what reach should up. you do? You should just reach up to the arm, if they're coming from behind, reach up, to the, put both your hands on their arm, drop down a little bit and roll out. You just turn your body out and you, you lose their grip straight away. Mm. Mm. So there are simple little things. Mm. Mm. Um, you don't have to be the tough he-man. Yeah. That's not important. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm just thinking about when this would have been. Um, when you started it, 
was it about the 80s, yes. 1980s? And so um, in the 70s, there was a lot of consciousness raising for women um, and the feminist movement. Was that an influence at all about uh, the need for self-defence for women? Was that in your mind at all? Or um, what kept no, driving I you think to do it? it what I wanted to see was people not being so scared to go out, to be able to stand up for themselves. Mm. Um, people in general or women? People in general, but yes. women especially, because yeah. women seem to think that, uh, oh, if a man grabs them, that that's it. Mm. Well, that's not, it's not the end. Yes. So showing women they have the power They've to got protect the themselves. Power. They can use their power, mm. and uh, most important, mm. most important. That must have been very empowering for the women you were teaching. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. We noticed um, a big difference in their attitudes too. Mm. Um, I have this personal thing that I say about women. Women with black belts don't go around trying to be he-mean. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the young guys, when they get their black belts, they think they can strut around and um, uh, that uh, they are so strong and powerful, and then mm-hmm. they find out that and it doesn't always work. Yeah, Women don't have that problem. Right. Uh, I have never struck uh, any of the women that turn out to be bullies or anything like that. No, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Mm, mm. Women seem to have a different attitude. Mm. Why do you think that is? Maybe because they're mums mostly. Yeah. Um, they got bigger roles to play. Mm. Women mm. have got a big role in life. We do. Very, very big. Yeah. I know you're a mother and you have um, a lot of sons and a daughter. Yeah. What's? Tell me more why you say that, that women have a big role in life. Um, well, they've got to protect their young for a start. Yes. Um, that's most important. Mm. Um, they've also got to have control. Yeah. People think men are the rulers. They're not. Men aren't the rulers at all. Yeah. The women are the ones that have to um, take care of everything. Mm. Yeah. It's most important. Yeah. <laughs> most important. So it's very inspiring for me hearing you say this. Do you, did, were you raised that way? Was that the way you were raised as a girl? Or this came later or this came as part of doing the karate? Or how did I think it came in part of doing the karate. Yes. Um, yes, my father sort of was the boss, if you get what I mean. Um, my mother was a very talented lady. She um, she could knit, sew, do anything whatsoever. Mm. Um, my father worked very, very hard. Uh, the difference then, yeah, it's, it's a different life. Mm. It's a different life uh, that we've got today. Mm. In uh, what way? Well, um, women have to be able to look after themselves more. Mm. I think so. I think um, 
men are usually so busy doing working uh, that women have to to know everything now. Mm. Mm. There's not the same division of labour. No. Yeah, as when you were growing up, your father went out to work, your mother stayed home and looked after the children. Is that what it yes, was like? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, and she did all the housekeeping and did all that. Yeah. Um, now, the women not only do the housekeeping, look after the children, but they're usually out at work as well. Mm. So um, they've gave a far bigger role, mm. far bigger role. Mm. And what do you think karate gives them? Um, a little bit more confidence mm. um, in themselves. And that's important. Mm. Um, if you go around being intimidated by anything or everything, um, you're not going to get very far in life. You've got to learn to be able to stand up for yourself, mm. um, be more positive with your actions. If you want to, to do something, go ahead and do it. Mm. Don't just sit there and watch. Mm. As I said, I spent eight months watching mm. and it, Eight months was just waste. Mm. And but then you started. I started, yes. Um, but not only of that, I got involved with um, the fundraising of, of the karate, mm. um, getting uh, people interested, uh, going out and doing the barbies, mm. meeting other people, mm. um, Telling them what we're doing, mm. and so very involved in the community. Very much involved in community. Yeah. Aranui itself has had so much devastation with the earthquakes, mm. which has left a lot of people very nervy, children very nervy, children very angry, um, very mixed up. Mm. Uh, karate benefits them it's and it's not the hard discipline we don't do hard discipline mm. we if a child is very naughty at karate you know and running around and being silly you just turn around and say to them right well let's see how good you are at doing some press-ups show me how you can do press-ups get them doing something else mm. encourage them mm. Um, you've got to encourage all the time, mm. yes, with everything. When I was talking to my friend about what she likes about bringing her boys along to your school, she said she'd tried different uh, schools and that you focused on discipline rather than domination. Yes. Because some of that traditional fighting method can focus on that. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Um, yeah. A lot of the children actually don't like fighting. So um, to go around about another way of doing it is to do imaginary sparring. Mm. Now, so what they've got to do is go into a fighting stance and then pretend there is a lot of people attacking them, so they use their blocks and their kicks, but they're not using them on anyone. Right. It's all in their mind. 
and this helps them. So that if, out of, from karate, they got into some kind of a scrap, they could still use it. That's clever. Yes. So, as I said, you've got to find a way around, yeah. always finding a way. Every child is so different. I mean, just in one class alone, I have got children that um, are terribly, terribly shy. Um, then are, there are children that are boisterous. Mm. They just want to, all they want to do is kick the bag. Yeah. Um, and there are other ones that get confused very easy. So as an instructor, you've got to find a way to get around everyone. Mm. It's not easy, but... No. But you've, I think being a mum, having kids, raising kids, um, and then trying to teach other children... It taught you those lessons. It's taught me, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I've always had great respect for teachers. I never wanted to do it myself because I always thought, how on earth would you coordinate the needs of so many children or adults? Yeah. Um, I'm much better like just one-on-one like this having a yeah. conversation. <laughs> so I think, wow, you've got this space and you're managing all these different people's needs, and that's impressive. Yes, Um some children, as I say, they try to do something, but there might be something wrong with their brain, slightly, not not major, just slightly, that they see everything around the other way. Mm. Learn differently. So um, I have one student in particular that will um, do everything on the other side. <laughs> Guarantee yeah. that if she starts off on the wrong side, she'll be doing it on the right side without her realising it halfway through, but then she switches back again. Um, And I train her that way that she can either do either side. I don't make an issue that she's not doing a kata uh, the way that should be done. Yeah. I do it the way... She does it the way that's best for her. Beautiful. Mm. And this you've got to do this with children. You've Mm. got to help them. Mm. Mm, you know, um, absolutely. Another thing I was thinking about is that a lot of girls and women can struggle with their self-esteem, and oh, yes. there's, in our society, there's a lot of focus on looks. And I actually just bought um, my cousin's daughter for her uh, birth, uh, no Christmas, a calendar based on a book, and it, the title was "Strong as the New Pretty," and I just thought, oh. what a great message. Uh, yes. uh, focusing on because we can focus on boys being strong, yes, um, and physical. We don't always focus on girls. So, what have you seen about that with the girls you've taught? Um, with the girls, I try to use something that I can see is positive for them, um, whether it's just a an animal form, for instance. Um, one girl is, I have a lot of trouble getting her to do basic blocks. She is inclined to hold her hands into her body, um, and uh, it's it's hard to teach her mm. sometimes. So then I realised she loves tigers. So I thought, right, tiger form. 
So I have been showing her tiger strikes. This way, I have actually managed to get her to do tiger blocks up high. Wow. So as I said, you find a way around. Mm. You've got to find a way that will benefit that person. Mm. Everyone is so different. You've mm. got to, you spend a lot of time trying to work out uh, what will benefit them. Mm. You know, that's, mm. that's life. Mm. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, oh, there's so many things I want to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're coming, we're finishing up soon. Um, is there anything... I'm just going to ask you a few different questions. Um, because I'm in my 40s, I want to know what it's like being 80. Great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah. Um, I don't feel any different mm. from what I felt like when I was 40. Mm. Mm. Now, um, okay, I have trouble sometimes with my hands. I was helping my son with the car the other day, and he wanted me to hold the window up so he could put this new panel thing in. And my hands kept losing the grip. And he says, what's the matter, Mum? And I said, I just can't. I seem to get cramp in the hands just the way I'm holding it. And he says, oh, Mum, you'll have to do a bit more fitness because you don't want to get old. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it beautiful? He doesn't see you as old. No. Yeah, yeah. That's beautiful. <laughs> Is there anything you feel like you still want to accomplish? I'm very happy with my life. Mm. Um, I want to see our karate continue. Mm-hmm. I want to see it benefit other people. Mm-hmm. I have got a great um, lot of instructors that um, will continue on. Mm. My daughter, of course, is the second highest uh, in New Zealand. And although she's up the North Island, she comes down and keeps an eye on things. Um, We have our American instructors. Mm. They'll be over. Mm. There'll be some coming over this year and some coming next year. So um, we keep in contact with Shehan's head instructors over there. So, yes. Yeah. Everything. You still have a vision for the future. Vision for the future. And to continue the work that you've been doing for the last 30 years. Yes. Yeah. And when I asked you, uh, is a song that you'd like to pick? You said Celine Dion's version of What a Wonderful World. Why did you pick that one? Because the world is what you make it. Isn't it? Yeah. Well, you've made it a special world. Yeah. Butterflies. <laughs> Rainbows. Yeah. Unicorns. Yeah. Yes. Bit of magic. Bit of magic. Yeah. And that's what we all need. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming and sharing a bit of magic with me. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you. I see trees of green, red rose. I see them bloom for me and you And I think to myself
What a wonderful 